Do you want this? Well, do you want this or no? I will start with the present. Right, okay, okay. Right, walk me through. Why'd you get me this? So the present is Candy Floss. I was going to get you a stock of rock because I was in Blackpool recently. Oh. Literally at the weekend. So I literally got you this fair shop in Scotland. That's fair. Mate, that'll do. That'll do lovely. Uh, how was Blackpool? Blackpool was amazing, mate. Actually, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that recently. See, when I say Blackpool was amazing, Blackpool's an absolute mess of a place. Oh, it's horrible. And I don't mean to put down the people of Blackpool, but uh, it's a bit... It makes Clybank look good, mate. Let's just say that. I was in Preston. I had to do my theory test in Preston about six months ago. Why and are you in Preston? Why because Glasgow, mate, this is six months wait really yeah that's mental I, I, I was doing it in december and it was may until i could do a theory test and that's the third time i've done it i've passed all three times <laughs> i just still can't drive but you only get two years so that's me and i've never been more nervous for anything in my life than doing a 3d test in pressing because i did wobble back so i spent two days there i done like a fitness thing there as well and it right. happened to be in Preston. that's why i chose Preston over like somewhere else in england right, okay. so i went to Preston and spent two days there horrible that Absolutely. What were you in Blackpool for? Uh, so it was a dancing competition. It was the World Championships. World Championships yeah, World in Blackpool. Cham- and yeah, Blackpool. <laughs> so <laughs> anywhere in the world, and it's in Blackpool. <laughs> so it's London actually or Edinburgh. Or something? I know, mate. So it's actually a UK organization. I'm gonna try some. And of this, they by used the way. to be. I right, go for it, mate. Um, do you want some? Uh, I will actually try it. You but actually, um, I. Not just pass candy. me a bit. I'll just take whatever you just lifted there. Yours, mate. <laughs> Uh, I so it's a a British organisation basically, um, and they were in Glasgow in the SEC for the last like five six years or something. I've been to that. I've Have a, you actually? Uh, what's it called? Sorry, we're in Canterbury. We both done. Canterbury is really nice, by the way. Uh, oh, United Dance Organisation. I was actually so in the full seccc like it would be in where like the concerts were oh yeah like we took they took up like three or four rooms of i the flipped actual... burgers at that for 12 hours one day did you actually actually i done it for five and i walked out <laughs> no wonder man that <laughs> would have been i thought because i done before i moved to australia but three years ago and i kept doing like love that uh love i mention that. all the time mate it's like no please those, do mate i love hearing about travel stories like one of those no, some people don't shut up about their ex. Yeah. i'm like that with australia oh no mate, i mean i love hearing stories about I love so traveling i talk about it mate um and before I went, I was doing loads of agency bar work. Right. And so I was doing like horse racing and then SECC were doing loads of events. And I thought I was just going to be pouring pints at it. And I was flipping burgers and I was like, nah, 12 hours at that. There's loads of kids and all that as well. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck this, man. It was wild. My uncles actually used to be the head chef at the SEC. So every time we right. went up to that place, I used to go up to the restaurant and used to just cook breakfast and stuff. But that was unbelievable. That's how I was like flipping fucking wee <laughs> shitty chips or burgers, mate. With like four year old women. It was so bad. Got five hours in now. I was like, get me to fuck, man. Fucking nah, world. mate. I couldn't. It's already been there and watching dancing and stuff. But like, nah, flipping I didn't burgers. get to see the, nah, I was in like the stuff. corner, sweating my pan in. Fucking terrible. And I was mate, just like, I was on like eight pound an hour. I was like, this is not worth another 40 quid. I'm mate, out here. I was sweating my pan in Blackpool. So basically the reason why they've moved to Blackpool is I'd imagine they'll get like a ridiculous discount basically to use like the uh, winter gardens and stuff for like that. Right. So obviously they bring a bit of revenue to Blackpool and that's why they get a discount. And mate, it needs it. I, I, my, <laughs> mate, it's disgusting. It's horrible. It is dis- I don't want to say it in too much. Let's just say it's disgusting, mate, literally. I'll say it for you. It, it's a fucking midden. Mate, honestly, man, I, I swear it does make Climank look like a five-star mm. resort. It's just, it's... Ugh. But um, there's no aircon in the whole Winter Gardens, mate. Nowhere. So mm. think about how hot it was at the weekend yeah. there. Like, what, 28 degrees or something like that down in Blackpool? coming through like that the kind of 
what do you call it, greenhouse garden thingies because it's got the windows at the top. Yeah. So the heat was just busting through. I was sweating, mate. It was disgusting. Were you competing? Uh, no, so I choreographed. Uh, I choreographed right. two teams, basically. Um, so long story short, then, so you get an idea. I'm actually a dancer. That's what I do. That's my job. And so see, before people come on, my yeah. research is just going through your full Instagram and TikTok and stuff. Oh, so you've seen it? So then? I know that you're dancing. Okay, dope, I don't know. Because yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, I do. Look- my, I don't. I'm not a prick. I'm just like, come on, <laughs> on. I'll just ask you questions. Like, I'll literally. And do you know what I've been so nervous about? What? I keep. I've wrote your name is like Chris Pratt everywhere. Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, the, the the actor. Oh, And right. I only realised just before I came on, I was like, please do not call him. No, Chris please Pratt. call me that. Mate, I'd rather be called that as well. I don't like my name. I say that all the time. Because oh, I had had in my, in my head that your name on Instagram was I am Chris Pratt. I don't know why, <laughs> and that's just got in my head. And now I can't get it out. <laughs> Mate, I seen somebody do that on Instagram. It was like I am, and then put their name, and I was like. I'm just going to change that to my name. And I was like, I am Chris Parry. And ever since then, I've just kind of changed all I've my, honestly, my see, if, see if you look at my notes, there's like, Chris Parry, this is death's right. Because <laughs> I, I was doing Chris Perry as well. And I was like, nah, I need to get that right. So you uh, choreograph now? Yeah, so I choreograph now. Like, I've been dancing since I was like 20, 21 or something, mate. Um, How old are you now? I'm 37. Right. Uh, so I've been like dancing since I was like 20 or something. So was that 17 years almost mm. or something? Um, so I was choreographing two teams at the the championships. I just took over them last year, right. um, and without going on massively deep, there's there's a bit of a process to be getting good at dancing. You need to take somebody from like the technique, the foundation levels, and build them up so that they become confident and stuff for that as well. Like, but when you first take over a team, they're really insecure. Like they hide and stuff for that. Mm. Like their technique isn't as strong. So I didn't think they were going to do. Um, as well as they did this year that's obviously just a good sign i'm a good teacher i guess but uh i one of the the younger team made it to the finals bigger team didn't make it to the finals but that's because uh can you swear on this like, I, um, mate, this is because i fucked up <laughs> uh basically i always elevate the music level so that it's nice and loud on stage but something happened uh something happened when the files compressed and the music wasn't that loud and then the rules are they can't turn the music up it needs to be at the same level for everybody right um so they just put it to a certain stage so if your music isn't they high enough they don't turn it up and my kids gonna hear it why so, is that the rule i don't know mate i well in fact i do know because <clears throat> udo used to adapt to the volume to every song but people's songs were like up and down like in terms of the levels of it um so eventually you just come out with a rule saying no no change it you need to make sure your your music clear like don't be make sure it's for spotify or something don't be getting it for like some kind of youtube crack mm-hmm. or whatever basically um so i they just they, they don't turn it up that so. would completely Mate, do you know what's annoying about it so we got the scores back um and there's like five different sections like performance stagecraft creativity whatever so in the section for creativity one of the judges scored as first first right <laughs> so my team didn't get through and then for performance they got scored last which just is because all, of the music but just... no i will perform i can i can understand why because if you can't hear the music how you meant to perform like they could hear it hear it right but if you can't feel it feel it how you meant to perform it of yeah. course you can't so i just thought the judges would have taken that into consideration and then just been like yo that was pretty dope like but yeah um did you compete a lot on your own as well so i used to compete um i think when did i stop competing so I, I would love to ask you loads of stuff like this Firing. i used to do freestyle football oh dope. so a lot of it's similar so see when i look at like your youtube and instagram and yeah. stuff it, you've had a similar sort of path as me as in 
I used to do freestyle and now I'm a PT, but I've right. always done like YouTube videos and then like I've been doing it since I was like 14, 27 now. Love and you, that. you seem as if you've been into YouTube and like yeah. social media for ages as well. And yeah, I, yeah. we film all our training sessions as well. So like you putting up like one minute clips, like we would do the same thing. So obviously I've got a ball involved. Love so I, that. like I relate to all of that and I probably know quite a lot of the um, dancers that you know, because yeah. I used to work with them loads for like JD and stuff. Did you work with beat breakers by any chance? I boy? never worked with a group. I would just work with like individual dancers. So there would always be like um me, do you know, like Lana Dolan and stuff. Yeah. Like that, like I'd work with people like that right, all the time. Okay. So like we would do JD opening stores. Yeah. So like we opened at our Gale Street one right, when okay. that first opened. Yeah. So they would go on and do like a minute set and we would and like it all works the same. Like yeah. we would do a set, they would do a set. I get you. you get so I kinda understand I don't understand like is that good yeah, or not? Yeah, yeah. But I understand that sort of and like I'm interested in it. There's a group from uh, Plymouth they called Beat Breakers actually who get a good relationship. We just met them through competitions and right. there's a boy called Henderson that's a football freestyle. Aye, Andrew Henderson. He's aye. a world, he, I'm good mate, so I'd be good mates with him. Right, I so he used to be part of Beat Breakers. He's group, so like when, the world champion. He was aye, like four times in a row, sort of thing. Aye, I've one of the, battled him before and he basically just whatever I done. He would just do it four times. Oh. And like, I'm really good mates with him. So before, and he gets like dead hyped up. He looks as if he's sniffed gear before. And it's like a, <laughs> it's like a battle. And it was like, I even hate saying the word battle with freestyle. It just doesn't make sense. But it is, but yeah, at the end is. of the day, it's a battle. You're trying to prove it that is, you're better than It feels like them. you're going into a fight or something. And we were like on like a truck mate in uh, Edinburgh football festival right. for like eight year olds. And like we were battling, he's like looking at me dead angry, like intimidating me. I was like, you're going to spank me, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely fine. Like, you're going to absolutely spank me. I've already lost. I'm just going to have a, a wee go. <laughs> See, that's the mentality you don't want. You want that yeah, mentality as in I'm coming for you know, regardless or whatever. He's fucking but, unbelievable. But no battles, mate. That's It's all. It's the same for like hip-hop and stuff. B-boys are the worst, mate. See, when you watch B-boys going to battle, I don't mean they're the worst, but they have a very aggressive mm. mindset when they go into battle each other. Like They look as if they're ready to fight. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I come from that kind of that kind of background. Like, it's I want to prove I'm better than you, basically, at, at hip hop and stuff for that. And I guess that's just, I've always been quite a competitive person mm -hmm. and stuff for that. Um. And then that kind of takes me into into my teams and stuff for that. I did think I was leaving dancing actually. So this team that I've just took over for the last year, um, I did think that just before that I had my own team uh, called BKS who were unbelievable. Mate. Oh my god, loved them because because I had them from the ages of like. I think it was nine and i had them for about four years and we taught proper technique foundation whatever um and you I, get people young see all uh, the people that got good at freestyle they started at like 10 or 11 yeah and then they were way more flexible so see when they started getting older they could do all the tricks but see someone that like there would be new tricks that were getting invented that would require you to have all this flexibility mm -hmm. and then like an 18 year old had just invented it and then all the 12 year olds could just do it straight away uh, whereas i i couldn't do it i just didn't have it in me at yeah. 20 anymore to that, do what they were doing that's the hardest thing isn't it mm -hmm. the young generation just seem to be getting better and better so yeah. even as like hip-hop dancing like so for instance i just stopped battling like two three years ago so i would have been like 35 34 or whatever and you're battling kids that are like 20 but they're unbelievably yeah. because they we didn't have the information like the internet and stuff like that like these guys have got so they can go on and learn as much as they want for the internet even the amount of dancing you just have a lot of classes we had none yeah. of that i would literally our sport well our sport i don't do it anymore but it would start in like 2006 with youtube and then we would i would just literally watch someone do it mate yeah. and then go out my back garden and try to do what they done yeah and i would at, like be working out how and then i'd film myself and watch myself back and go right 
what did how did I not do that? Exactly. That's how I learned. Exactly. Whereas, so it obviously takes me like ten years longer mate, than everyone literally, else. Literally, because now there's tutorials, like it teaches yeah. you step by step, but back in the day we didn't have that on YouTube, mm. mate. Whereas now you could build yourself a house if you wanted, like because there's that like tutorials and stuff for on YouTube. Before we move on, because this is one thing I definitely want to dash you, okay. I've at, I've asked quite a lot of people I've worked with to help me. I've had people help me in the past. Um I have a feeling one of them is your ex. Right. Is is Yasmin were you yeah. with her? Yeah. yeah so right. I done a job with her and JD and Silverburn. Mm-hmm. She helped me do some like I can't remember me, it was like five years ago, but she's she's the only one that had the patience with me. Right. She actually spent like an hour helping me because everyone else just goes, You've got nothing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else gets me to try something. Um and it, this is what I mean by stalking your Instagram. Right, I was okay. like, <laughs> like <laughs> Sorry, mate, stalk away. <laughs> and um what would be your go-to for someone just trying to learn something? Because I'm like the worst dancer ever. And people always go, you've got coordination. I also yeah. have some sort of musicality because I can do freestyle to music. So I understand that. But I can't dance. But this is the thing, mate. I can't dance either. Or I couldn't dance. I'm only good because I practiced. But I'm only, I'm Where would you start then? Because I just look at videos and I'm like, I don't know what that. Even the tutorials, it's like doing up your shoulder pop I don't have that camera's gonna be on me do you know what I mean oh I didn't say that actually yes to that everyone's seen that little thing I should move so where would you where would you start so now because we've just talked about YouTube and stuff for that literally just type in hip-hop. you've got tutorials though, yeah I've it? got tutorials like, so if I was to start with three tutorials of yours what would I choose see we'll see I'm gonna be honest right see because I've moved like away into like fitness and stuff for that i can't even tell you what's on my youtube channel in terms of tutorials and stuff for that it's been so you've got long. like the shoulder thing i've actually got that and then like i just like how to not get stuck or something yeah but i'm constantly stuck yeah so I was, like, right i remember doing yeah. that actually i so not if you literally it doesn't even need to be mine if you want to learn how to dance just put in hip-hop dance tutorial Take one step and then just drill it and drill it and drill it and drill it right, until okay. you get it. That's that's all Literally. I've done, mate. Which is the annoying thing is, is I know that. Yeah, everybody knows that, mate. But back in our generation, that's why you got good at freestyle and that's why I got yeah. good at hip hop because we we were only sitting on our phones and stuff like that. We didn't mm. get things that just came straight to us. We had to work hard. Did you ever busk? Did you ever what? Busk. Oh, all the time, mate. I in, used to in bu- town. That's how I'm surprised I didn't know because I didn't know you were a dancer until I started look, looking into it all. Yeah. Because I used to busk from about 2015 to maybe 2018, but religiously on that street. There's another guy that does it. I'm not, I don't even care if he hears this. He's an absolute arsehole. He does it with like cones. He's a prick. Um, <laughs> I've seen that guy yeah, actually yeah, with the cones. He's the worst. Um, he was raging when I used to do it because I used to bring like a big speaker and all yep. that and like do it outside night. And I made I made more, but only because he refused to get music. So I was right, like, okay. you're a fucking idiot. Why are you doing it? With, like, it's not ah, my fault. Right. So he had to be like, oh, you can't do it in the same street. And I was like, mate, I'm not going up to fucking Gale Street and getting shanked. So I'm staying here. Mate, I got the police one day. So I don't know how you how you can have missed this one time. I had a big I would have definitely me. seen people dancing. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a guy from Edinburgh, I remember, that used to come all the time. He would have probably been my age, I would say. We get done the backflips and that? Uh, maybe. Mate, he passed away. Did he? Aye, mate. I think he's through suicide or something recently. Jesus. Actually, I seen, I seen that like last year Because I would have known like that he had a mate as well. And then I used to speak to them sometimes. Yeah, that's right. There was two of them that yeah, used to yeah, come yeah. through for Edinburgh. Aye, yeah. that's right. And then there's also... Jesus, Rudy. that's grim. I know, mate. I just seen it. I was like, that's shocking. There's also Rudy and stuff for that. Black mm. boy. Uh, does him. he still do that now yeah I've seen him, i I've think seen he still does that. i don't think he's ever going to stop doing that mate but we had the police come up to us one time because my speaker was so loud and we're like and 
Now, at the time, we were busking outside the Puma shop. Remember where the Puma shop used to be? On the right-hand side, just up from... So if you've got All Saints and you've got Nike, like what either end, basically in the middle. So we had a speaker there. So the, the middle spot. Yeah. So like, no one's going to know what we were talking about. Basically, All Saints in yep. the middle of Glasgow, where there was, there was actually five streets. Yes. That was the best busking spot yeah, because right. you had everybody coming from everywhere. That's where the guy with the traffic... I keep yeah. saying traffic ones. He always goes there. Yeah. And um, but the the other guys that like sell stuff and all that, they let him go there because he doesn't use music. Right. So I used to always go to Nike. Okay. And I no one really. I mean, I used to go in at eight in the morning, just claim the spot. <laughs> and then people work. would come in with bagpipes, and I was going, "Oh, fucking don't you dare come!" Because bagpipes were the worst. Oh man. Like as soon as they started playing, you'd be like, "That's me." I've made like half uh, the amount of money. But you make some amount of money busking. Yeah, like, I made some... I made serious money because I crap like I. Didn't for the first like year and a half, and yep. then I started like learning. Mate, I had this thing where I would throw the ball up as high as I could before I started, and like I don't think there's anyone that has a talent like me of being able to fall throw a ball, a pure pointless talent, being able to throw a ball straight up like a, like a die and right. catch it. <laughs> no, no need for it. But I just people used to see it come down, yeah, and it would just stop people, and then that's how when I'd start my show, yeah. Not even doing a trick, just throwing the ball up like, so people would watch to, it. You need something to help you learn all the wee tricks. 100%. We used to just play music before we started. We just yeah. leave it on super loud five minutes before we start. Um, and then you get a bit of a crowd kind of gathering and mm. stuff like that. We had somebody come up and gave us a £100 note one time. Really? Uh, I, this I wee never guy, had that. wee guy ran up and he gave us it. And then I took it and I was like, that's a £100 note. And I'm like, does he know he's just gave me a £100 note? So to this day, I still wonder. Was he American? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. See, to this they, day, I'm see, just wondering. Americans are, well, we'll fucking throw at you. I'm just wondering if it was somebody foreign that didn't realise they gave me or else they were just super minty. Who gives a fuck? Ah, you don't care, mate. Had a good I'd, day, did you? <laughs> I did have, I did have a, I did have a, let's no use of context. Let's just say a bad person, right? Let's just say about, stole my, stole the money one time. So I had a hat out and it had money in it. And we turned away, right, to go and get the speaker and stuff for that. And we obviously kind of didn't forget, but just kind of left the money there and stuff for that. And then somebody came in and just grabbed it and took it. We didn't even see them. I've had quite a few bad things happen to me, Busking. Really? Aye? I like, I actually miss Busking, miss, miss Busking, yeah, like yeah. the stories and stuff. So I, I done it in Dublin as well. We went travel, we went interrailing, me and my best mate, Did you? we went interrailing around Europe. What? I'd done it in Dublin for like, I'd done it for like two weeks, but they yeah. had, they just brought out this law where you can't really use music. So I was using music and getting kicked off all the time. Yeah. Anyway, I'd done it once. There's a, there's two streets on Dublin, Grafton and Henry. Grafton is like, you can make a lot of money, but it's dead competitive. Henry's like full of fucking tramps and shit, <laughs> but there's nobody busking on it. So you can make loads of money as well. Cause sometimes <laughs> it's not the best street. It's like the competition uh, as well. So you go down there and I had this guy coming up, come up to me there was like three of them and they were minging me they were just tramps and they were like kind of talking to me asking me where i was from and shit yeah. then what they'd i used to have a bucket at like maybe three meters away from me <coughs> then my bag and my speaker behind me and they were like putting me off and then they were asking me to do a certain trick or whatever so that i wasn't looking and then they went in my bag stole my phone wow and i i'd like like 20 people watching me so yeah. i shouted on them to watch my stuff because if i went chasing my him i don't, can't remember what else i had in my bag yeah, but yeah, i maybe yeah. had like 100 quid as well i chased him down the street and he gave my phone to someone else 
and I, I literally had him on the ground and I was like 21 as well and I was ready for digging him. Yep, yep. Like, so I'd, I'd patted him all down but he gave it to someone. I don't know what they'd done. Yeah. Like, he outsmarted me basically, my junkie. And, uh, That's the word I was going to use now, didn't yeah. he? Nah, <laughs> I was going to use the word junkie and I was like, no. He was a junkie. And, uh, his two mates came down and I was ready for scrapping all of them and I was like, I'm just going to get my hand kicked here. So fuck yeah. it. Um, and uh, so I lost my phone, that one, on Buchanan Street. It was like the, so the Saturday before Christmas, I'd done him like three of them and it was always the wildest amount of money like you could Love make. That. And uh, it would also I be like, time's always good, I. It'd always be like, mate, I think I'd done it one time. I think that time in the morning it was like minus three. And like I can't do, so I need to sweat to get the ball to stick to me. Right. Okay. So like half of my tricks I can't really do unless I'm sweating. That right? Yeah, because like, so I do a lot of stuff where you'd put the ball in between your legs, yep. even if you're putting it on your head and like doing it from side to side. When yep. you sweat, it just grips a wee bit better. I don't know. That. So like for the first hour, I'd be struggling to do any good shows because I would be fucking freezing. Um, I don't know if that that doesn't apply to dancing as much. Uh, no, obviously we just need to warm up so we don't pull any muscles yeah, yeah. and stuff for that bit. No. So like I would actually not be as good if I wasn't sweaty. And this one time, there was the most amount of money I'd ever made. I hadn't counted it yet, but I just knew I'd made a, a barrel load. But like an hour before I left, some wee guy volleyed my ball. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. I just um, feel so like it's going to go bad. No, so he just he volleyed. So I like the ball up when i was sitting down right and he volleyed it into the night shop and then i left and i got like two whatsapps saying you know what's on lad bible and there was a video of a wee guy putting my ball away on lad bible and this was like 2014 when lad bible was fucking like everybody yeah. followed lad bible so it had like four million views and i wow. mean everybody i mean everyone like my dad was like we seen what's on facebook and i was like nah i wasn't <laughs> I wasn't there or anything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, I was horrible, mate. That that genuinely, I couldn't busk in or in for like two months after that. Really? Yeah, because people would just kick my ball away. Shut up. People would kick right. my ball because they captioned it like "have it." So and everybody thought and it was it's like fun a sex sex setting video, and like everybody knew because people wouldn't know my name or anything, but they would just know me as that guy that they see on Buchanan yeah. Street. So they would just like they would shout at me or just it was just horrible. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So I, would, I started going to like Newcastle and stuff, but they'd seen it as well, and they were fucking cunts. So went that I actually went that far then. Yeah, well, it was all over the UK. Yeah, I think uh, I think about a hundred people tagged me in it. Did you get any positives from that tag, or do you feel it was? On yeah, YouTube? loads of people I... were commenting on it, saying like that guy's because I never harmed anyone doing yep, any of yep. that. They were just like that guy's the nicest wee guy ever, and he made he or like that wee guy made my boys day or whatever because yeah. i used it was more for kids like i would Aye. it was the kids that loved what i was doing especially I, anyone into football i bet you get some amount of trolls on that thingy as well because oh mate trolls oh. are mental on social media it's worse with pt mate oh, oh it's well worse oh it's way um, mate everybody in pt just wants to like be one step out ahead everybody or oh, you're doing that the wrong way or you're lifting this the wrong way and i'm just see like, every like my videos are all for beginners right and i get like these guys coming at me like well these specific details and i was like i'm trying to teach a woman that's 48 that's never deadlifted before and you're like this specific nuanced fucking detail that you see in my video like, shut up come in with a bro science and, and the biomechanics and that shut up. she does not want to hear the word uh, fucking biomechanics uh, if i say mechanics to her she's leaving yeah definitely 100%. so I, d I think pt is worse for that way worse uh, i got a lot of people saying it was fake yeah the stuff i was doing Really, I yeah, like freestyle. They just be like, "Oh, that's obviously make believe." <laughs> like I'm doing something with a video, or whatever. 
No, it's wild. See with your gym stuff that you're doing. Yeah. How have you got the guts to go into pure gyms and talk to yourself? I don't care, mate. I'm just at a stage in my life where I don't, I don't care, mate. I just, I'm in my own wee bubble, loving life and stuff for that. And I, like, people are always going to, I think I watch too much of Gary Vee these days, like, and he always says, you've just got to have compassion for people that, um, that have got an opinion or want to say something negative and stuff for that. And I'm also just thinking, like, if I don't do this, somebody else is somebody else is going to do it. Like I seen seen a guy in I think it was England or something. There's yeah. a Birmingham guy that makes up his PT sessions. Right. Oh wait. He's quite good with his uh, with his client as well. Yeah, yeah. I somebody told That's me that's quite good. I've not seen him yet, but somebody did say I was to try and check him out. Yeah, he's What's his good. name? Can't remember. I'll so send you. I send me it because somebody did say I was to look at it, but um. It's I, just like you accept his training someday. Ah, okay, okay, great. And I, it's a bit of banner between the yeah, clients. It's quite good. I'm actually going to get two mics soon because uh, I can start training with some boys like my, my pal Sean and stuff like that as well. And he mm. says a lot of funny stuff, but you miss it because he's too far away yeah. from the microphone. So I'm going to get two mics. But um, I, I mate, was thinking about making up with clients. Do it. Because it is funny. Some of the stuff that, because I just, the way me and you are talking, yep. I'll just do that, but train something at the same time. Yep, yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, Aye. obviously, they can't talk after, like, five sets of deadlift but yeah. you do you like and you learn about their lives and stuff and it's uh, funny 100% mate I was actually thinking on the way in we should actually train together one no thing. we should because you sh- know Cuba comes on your lives all the time you told me who does there's a guy called Cuba he said he comes on your lives all the time and he asked you to come to our gym wait yeah I know oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so he's wait. been on here twice so I'm friends with him I work with him where do you train team train fitness alright oh, so Luciano trains there doesn't he yeah mate love that boy yeah, I don't really know him. I've only met him like Mate, once. he's a great boy. So Luciano used to dance. And when I say used to dance, he is he was phenomenal, really? mate. I mean, oh my god. Mate, he was he's fucking huge. He, oh no, he's massive, he's but he used huge. to be dead. He used to be skinny. Right. Um <clears throat> and at the time, even though I'd been dancing a wee bit longer, I would say he was probably a wee bit better, actually. That's really? how I mean he could have been phenomenal. Um but then obviously you left dance and started doing fitness and stuff. For yeah, that we'll as get well. a session. We'll do the. We'll, I've got one of the mics. Oh, have you? Exactly. It's the road one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's we'll the one I've got. That. We'll make up. We'll do Mate, that. that would be wicked. Definitely, let's do it. And aye. get Cuba involved as well. Aye, aye. Nah, there's there's um, a few. There's quite a few people hit me up um, and being like, "Let's train, let's train." And I'm like, I'm quite a, I'm quite an open person. I like meeting new people and stuff for like that as well. But it's kind of got to the stage now, and I don't know why it's entered my through my mind. But I'm just like. Are you doing that because you genuinely want to just have a laugh and train, or are you doing that because you want to get noticed and you want to up your you yeah. want to up your socials and stuff for that as well? You know what annoys me that nothing will happen with them like going in your video once. Yeah. Not yeah. like literally not they will get nothing from it. Yeah, that's true. There was right. a wee boy, there's a wee boy I was training with I say wee boy, he's 17, six foot two, benching 125 kilograms and stuff for that. He's like, Yeah, I would love to train me. Like, you're th- a- have, have you up- up- uploaded this? Yeah, he's in I the green, he's in yeah. the green t shirt. I think I've seen Aye. And uh, he was just like, Mate, you're like an inspiration, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm an inspiration, mate. I just upload gym videos, but I, he's like, uh, Can we train together, man? I would love it. It'd make my day. And I'm just like, I, mate, I don't see why yeah. no and stuff for that. Um, and then we trained, we had a good laugh and stuff for that as well. And after it was just like, Mate, that was fucking amazing, blah, blah, blah. This and Some whatever. people generally just want you know, I think you do, yeah. you have. What I like about you is you do, you just have a laugh. Yeah. And that's the way I want to do stuff as well. Yeah. Like, I get abuse for, like, the way I talk and all that all the time, as in, like, I'll say cunt and stuff in it. And, like, Mate, you need I think your videos are funny, by the way, because I yeah. check some of them. I'm like, you're just my vibe, actually. Because like, uh, like, I just want PT and I just it's regular people. Yeah. That's what, who I'm trying to attract. So I'm going to talk the way I talk and I'm yep. going to 
make the jokes that I would make, and if they offend you, like fuck off, mate, hundred. That's why I got. I was starting to get paranoid about stuff like that. That's why I called this podcast "Chat Shit Get Cancelled," mm. and it w- wasn't anything to do like, come on and let's get you cancelled or anything. Yep, yep, it was yep. more for myself so that I could speak f- freely because I was starting to get worried about everything I said. So nah. I wanted to be able to just talk openly and not worry about stuff like that anymore, yep. and like cancel myself so that. If anyone goes, oh, have you heard what he said in this podcast? And like, yeah, there's like 300 hours of it that I've put on the internet. If you want to find yeah. a mad comment that you can take the wrong way, I'm sure you can. Aye. No, I think it's important to focus on the positives then, mate. Like like I was saying, we, we Gary Vee and stuff for that. Show compassion to these people because they've obviously got shit going on their life. Uh, that's why they're saying negative or being negative. But I think for, for you and me, I think we need to focus on the people that like keep saying thank you and blah, blah, blah. Bro, the amount of messages I've had in my Instagram DMs and people being like, thank you so much like you're the reason why i started back the gym and i'm just like that's wild because i talk about mental health and stuff but i like i'm very open about it um and people are like i just love how easy you you on the gym and you can just have a laugh i just thought everybody was serious i'm like no there's some genuinely really good people in the gym mm-hmm. unless you go to some crazy crazy gym where everybody's steroid up and they're all just assholes and stuff for that but the majority of gyms are going to have a lot of nice nice people in there and they're all there for different reasons physical mental socially whatever it might be but um I like my I said this before my channel's bigger than just me now like my channel wasn't about me anymore it's about continuing to put out a message in terms of the gym is fun and like do it for your mental health and stuff for that as well um so I mean it's about them people it's about focusing on the people that that like your content and appreciate you and stuff for that like the negative people yeah definitely <laughs> See you later. I also say people as well from Glasgow our gym's like the friendliest place ever and it's like all the PTs are really nice. Yeah. I think the best thing about it is it's not actually like crazy rammed. So none of the PTs are competing for like clients on the floor. Right. Okay. They've all got their clients from either people they know or like online or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's no, all the PTs got on. So I think that then pushes on to like all the sort of people, the regular people, they all talk to each other as well. Yeah. Because the PTs will then introduce the other clients to other PTs. Right. Do you know what I mean? So like yep, yep. if I'm training someone and another PT comes over, it's not like oh, this is my client. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. everyone just has a laugh. Yeah. And it's honestly one of the nicest gyms I've ever been Mate, in. It looks at like because I always I, the only times I see it is when Luciano posts up videos and stuff like that. And he posted up a video not long ago and you guys were having like water gun fights and stuff like yeah, that. Outside. I done a Dorito, that hot chili Dorito the other day. Yeah. Disgusting. Don't oh, oh horrible. <laughs> Mate, my, the other boy that was doing it's called Gav, right? And he's he, he openly says what he's got but he's definitely got a bit of adhd right and like he's one of them ones he sends you a tiktok and you're like you have to say ah. he's like do you want to do that and i'll be like eh, why not and then he's next thing you know he's bought them and i'll like send you the receipt <laughs> and then he comes in with them he's like you can try to set up the date for like two weeks and i keep going no, i'm busy i'm busy yeah. and we've done it and it's it's not that bad like it's nowhere near as bad as those tiktoks make out oh really but i was you feel so sick after it oh no i was like burns for like 10 minutes then it goes away but like i had a banana after and i had to sit down for an hour because it feels like there's a chemical reaction in your stomach mm. i think they're overreacting on the videos but sure it's tiktok that's what they all do into it i know that's not are idea. you going into fitness yes mate so <laughs> this is so funny mate. i you were worried about that when you came on that i was going to be like i know pt questions because i'm not i don't because when you because when you first asked me and i checked your profile and you're a pt and i'm like no, man, you're going to ask me some crazy questions, no, biomechanics, not. not, I'm going to not have a clue. No, because I, so, I was in your, I've only been doing it for two years, so I was in the exact same spot. Ah, okay, years. okay. So I, uh, 
funny enough actually i bought the course it was like a year ago actually now i think i think i've had it for about 11 12 months me mate i and what's that it took me a year to do it. did it i so i am about the same mate and it's just for for multiple reasons one um i've been dancing the whole time and there's been a lot going on and i've just been focused on it and having fun so it's just kind of been in the background i've had no rush to pass it basically um and then some some things like anxiety kicks in you can't study and blah 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 whatever that um, but yeah, I've only got two more things to do, periodized program and a consultation, and then that's pretty much everything finished. The best part about those periodized programs is you have to do it all wrong. Oh, okay. See, when I keep coming on this podcast, Paul, do you remember last time I had that ringing in my ear? It keeps happening. It's only when I come in here now. Your therapist, what's wrong with that? Some, I'm having <laughs> fucking weird thoughts. <laughs> it usually happens once a year now. Every time I come on a podcast, just get this ringing in my ear. What was I saying? <laughs> Hell. <laughs> hey, you're talking about a periodized program, didn't it, right? Yeah, so that's so stupid, mate. Aye. Like the the actual courses, are, it's so fucking stupid. Hundred percent agree. <sighs> see, all, see all the stuff, the assignments, like an educational activity flyer and stuff. You're just like, are you kidding on? Like, by the time I'm past this, I'm going to need to go back and actually like learn. I know for a fact, but that you don't really learn anything for level two nah. and level three. You actually learn when you go into the real yeah. world and stuff like that. And then you actually start reading about subjects that you're really interested or things that relate to clientele that you've got and stuff for that. Yeah. So, but to be fair, the, the, so the group that I'm with is PTC, PT Collective they're called. I don't know. So one of my mates, actually, long story short, one of my mates is really intelligent. He's got a master's in sports science, blah, 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 whatever. So he recommended them actually, he knows them. Um, so the level two and level three is all right, but they've actually got a thing called PT core on the side of mm -hmm. it. Um, and basically they've filled the gaps of everything that's been missed in level two and level three. So it just gives you absolutely like- So you nice, right? Oh, aye, so I'm gonna, so as soon as this is finished, level three, I'm gonna do that. And then I'm gonna go with a business mentor. I think his name's Adam Haley or something like that. Yeah, I um, Aye, so I followed him before I even thought I was gonna become a PT, mate. He's with the Facebook ads, isn't he? Yeah, I, I think so, aye. But like I say, one of a girl I know, Nicola Thompson, used to be uh, with him. I don't know if, he, if she still is. And um, she was a dancer, PT, and then and went with him as well. But I used to, I like these stuff. So I think it's good to have a, at least a year under your belt with somebody that knows how to close calls and blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to be uh, on the floor PT. I just right. want to do it fully online because um, I want to travel. Like I've got an itch for traveling because I've been in Scotland so long teaching kids with hip hop and stuff like that. Like I've not fulfilled that side of me that needs to go and travel. So the you've world. not done any traveling at all? Nah, yes and nah. No, I wouldn't call it traveling. traveling. I've been to Paris and trained for like a couple of weeks in terms of dancing um i've been to, i stayed in new york for six weeks so i've, I've done a wee bit mm. but no as much as i want but i'm just about to book up thailand um this week with my friends so we're going to go there for a month um so i need just to really, thailand just thailand i so because she's got working stuff for that as well she got a dog so she'll only go for a certain amount of time so um do you say girlfriend or friend oh just friend, friend. no nah, just friend this is laura one of the girls that's in the um in my videos quite work a lot. Out if that was your girlfriend nah, everybody it. asked the exact same but question i don't know you so i was like Aye, I, that's I very can't true tell. Can't tell. no so laura's actually bet long story short laura's best pals with a girl that i used to kind of see a wee bit so i would never disrespect that girl by right, thinking yeah. me laura so i mean laura just pals but everybody keeps saying is that your girlfriend is have that you your got wife? an itinerary have i got what and I, okay. she i sorry you know you're right uh, i she's wrote it up Right. she's super organized and stuff so she's actually she knows how much the flights are the hotels you booked it? not yet we were going to book I've it i've done thailand what, what i'd say about thailand is the south was way more expensive than you think it's going to be like ridiculous where expensive. did you stay because i think we're staying in phuket i didn't do phuket i no. don't know about that's next to pp right so pp is like the you laughing at me? <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, that so PP is like the party island, right? Okay, but you can't like drive anything on there. Oh, P H P P P P P P P P P H I P H I isn't it? Is that how yeah, you say yeah, it? Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That's well expensive. Like, is that I? Expensive. Phuket wouldn't be as expensive, I doubt. And then, but what I found is the north was way better. I loved the north more. And I thought I would love the south. As in Bangkok type way? Are you talking Not about? Bangkok. There's a place called Chiang Mai and Pai was my favourite. Right, okay. So Pai was right up the north and that's people doing mushroom shakes and all that. I actually didn't do that. Right. I don't really say if I did, but I didn't. But I think that would be class. And I only got like four days up there because I thought I was going to go to the south. And yeah. I fucked off because I was spending so much money. How long did you go for? i done two months in Asia. i right. done... Maybe like two weeks, two and a half weeks in Thailand. Then right, okay. I done three and a half weeks in Vietnam. Amazing. That was my favorite. Was it? I? Yeah. And then I done like two weeks in Cambodia, and Cambodia was like good culture, good cultural experience. But yeah. Fuck me, it's grim. Like, is that? Yeah. Uh, too too much. Right. Okay. Like not. There's just a few things that really freak me out about Cambodia. There's a place I can't remember what it's called, but there's a place where you go to just to see killing fields put on pen i think that's what it's called right. killing fields is especially like a cambodian version of outfits right so the cambodia killed i'll get all these facts wrong right so right. you can google it right? so i'm just gonna say the just numbers. a rough idea they killed like something like it's either three million or seven million of their own people and it was like a communist leader and he didn't he wanted everyone to be completely equal I'm butchering everything, right? So right. he wanted everyone to be completely equal. So they were literally killing off anyone with degrees. So like lawyers and doctors, they were killing all their smart people. Wow. Genuinely. And they didn't have it set up like Auschwitz. So they were literally killing them brutally. Like, so they weren't gassing them or anything. There's like trees that you would go around and they'd hit babies' heads off the trees. Like disgusting. And uh, you stay and put on pen to go with that. Might be butchering that as well. Um... And when I went to Phnom Penh, they said, just stay there for a day, just go to the killing fields and then get out. It's just Go just... to the killing fields? <laughs> Sounds fantastic, doesn't <laughs> exactly. it? Exactly. I just came from Vietnam, like, fucking having a great time going along the beaches and all that. And they're like, right, now you need to go to the killing fields. I'm like, I'll, what, can I just go a wee temple, fucking take a wee picture? That's wild. So then when you go to Phnom Penh, they're like the main street of it. So like, say the Buchanan Street of yeah. Phnom Penh is full of sex trafficking and like there's guys walking about with 12 year olds and stuff so we now we decided just to go out for food next to the hostels the hostels away from that right. and then we just we had like one drink and we went right we'll just go to the next bar so we're still miles away from that street mm -hmm. and there was like a comedy thing on and then we were talking, I was with two Irish guys and we were talking, this Scottish guy came over to me and he'd heard my accent, he was from like Fife or something, this is probably... <laughs> so when you become best pals and you're for the same country, all right, mate, what's happening? Well, we were about to become best pals, but I asked, he was like just talking to me, he was like maybe like 50. Right. And he was from Fife. Oh no. And I, I had been travelling and I was like, are you here with family or whatever? And he's like, nah, I'm just on my own. Oh no, do I hear this now? Oh no. None, I, I don't know when it happened but he was just like I just kept quizzing him I was like have you got a wife and he's like no I'm single and I was like why are you putting on pen out all places and he's like oh I just love it here and I was like looking around creepy and I was going what do you mean you love it here and he's like oh, I just love the vibe and all that and I was just looking around going 
What vibe? <laughs> what vibe, you fuck? And then I was like, mate, I think this conversation's over. Because he was starting to cop on that. I was like Aye. asking inquisitive questions. Yep. I was like, get to fuck your fucking creep. Yeah, an absolute. Yeah, absolute creepy bastard. There's no reason to go to that place, mate. No. It's a shit, it's a shithole. It, it sounds is. it, mate. It's an absolute shithole. Do you know what I noticed in Cambodia as well? This might sound a bit horrible, but I genuinely felt like they were... See, because they'd killed a lot of the smarter people. Yeah. And, and it was only in the, I think it was the 70s. Right. So it's not that long ago. I did feel like, in general, things were ran horrendously and, like, it, as, as if it affected the way that they run the country. Oh, of course it would Like, die. none of the... This, I genuinely swear to God, every single bus we got was at least two and a half hours late. And it would, it would always be at seven in the morning and it would turn up at like half nine. And it would be like a mini bus, mate. And then we would always get forced to set up the front. I'm I'm like touching six foot. I'm 5'11", but I'll put six foot on anything. Aye, with trainers, you're six foot. Aye, aye mate, I'm the same. Aye. My Dublin mate was six foot three and the other one was six foot five. Oh, fuck. I may be sitting in the back of this like Cambodian fucking <laughs> van, mate, pure crumpled up like that. <laughs> mate i would say that sounds good but that sounds a bit of a nightmare man Cam- cambodia wasn't nice. so that was the only one that was a bit of a nightmare then you could go to cambodia and do it. there was like southern islands that were just the same as like going to thailand and uh, vietnam and stuff so there's good parts of it but you put you have to go to those cities to get to them as well so right. you can't just go in and nip into the island and like have a good time do you know what i mean right. i did go to a rave in cambodia which was one of the best nights of my life. It was like, was a, jungle, it's like a jungle rave or something. I called. still think you put me off Cambodia, but I don't think I'm ever going to go in my life. or something. And like, I'm not a big drug person, but right. I took drugs to that. Did you? I? So I, I honestly think before I went to that, I'd maybe took gear once in my life right. off of someone. Like I'd never touch anything yep. ever. I'd be completely against it. I'm still like, I, I, would, I wouldn't have touched anything now. If anything no, mate, me. I'm the same. Like, I think the last time I touched them was like two years ago. And before that, I was, wasn't even big on it anyway. Yep, yep. Um, and I went with those two boys. They were mental, by the way. Like, absolutely nuts. And we went in straight away. One of them, they're they were like, we're not doing anything. And then one of those jaws started swinging. And I was like, fuck sake. I was like, how have you even managed that? I've been uh, here like 10 seconds. I don't even know how you've done it. And then my other mate was the same as me. Didn't take anything ever. And he just came back with his eyes fucking like, like this. And I was like, really, what's, what's the deal here? Oh, I shouldn't have said his name. Fuck it. You want to, no one will ever watch it. Um, and... <laughs> I was like, what have you just done? He was like, speed. <laughs> I was like, what? Level two getting any taking speed? Cambodian speed. Like, And then after like, I know maybe like half an hour of being with them too, I was like, yeah, fuck it, where's the speed guy? <laughs> I took took like three bumps of speed and we came back on like a tuk-tuk. Right. And the other boy, James, that had took Mandy, he was like, he was just sitting there, obviously came down a little bit. I mean, how we're sitting saying how we're going to take speed every day for the rest of our lives. And then we woke up the next day and we didn't sleep for like three days, never, ever, ever really, again. Really, aye? Bad it's, hangover from that? It's hard to explain. It's like you feel tired, you want to sleep, but you just shut your eyes and you just don't sleep. Oh, no, that's the worst. So it's not like you don't, you're not still like hyper then. You yeah, just yeah. feel tired, you just feel fucked and you can't sleep and it's just shit. Mate, I've done that. So like I've only ever smoked weed five times in my life, right? I don't take drugs, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Like it's just, I've never took to any ever. Um, so I smoked weed five times in my life, and on the fifth time I smoked, um, it was like no tobacco anywhere. It was just straight weed, and we smoked it. 
And I swear to God, mate, I thought I was dying. Like, literally, I remember just sitting, like, lying on the couch, holding my wee bra's arm, like, I'm dying, I'm dying, don't let me go, let me go. And then I tried to fall asleep, but my mind just kept running consistently, and I didn't feel like I slept. Mm-hmm. And my, I kept, like, I must have kept waking up or whatever, and my brother's like, you were sleeping for half an hour, and I'm like, no, I wasn't I was awake the whole time, man. Oh, mate, it was the worst trip. And that put me off, and I actually, I think it was a month after that, that's when I got anxiety. Oh, really? Yep. That was the first time I remember getting anxiety. It was a month after that. I probably had a build-up of something beforehand and never understood it, but I don't know if that was a trigger that maybe started it or whatever. Um, but I always remember having anxiety a month uh, a month later after that. Weed doesn't agree with me either. Nah. There must be certain people that can deal with because yeah. I see what you're describing. I, mine's is the exact same whenever I take nah. weed. It's like, I don't, I'm not paranoid about anything. Yeah. I just, I'm like, this feeling's horrible. Yes. I've, I don't feel paranoid or scared that anything's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just like, I want this feeling to go away. Are you saying the same as me? You don't like no being in control of your body now? So it's exactly mm-hmm. when somebody's, like, somebody's drunk. So I don't drink, but I have been drunk, like, twice in my lifetime or whatever. Real- How have you managed that? Genuinely, because so, I, well, oh, no, sorry. going from, coming from Glasgow, yeah. like, that's madness, isn't it? Really? So I don't, I don't know how or what, but... I just remember when I used to go clubbing, I used to force myself to try and like it because everybody did it. And I guess everybody maybe gets to a stage like that. And I just tried to keep forcing myself for a bit, I don't know, on and off for like a year and a half or something to like like it. I could just never take it. I never liked the taste. I hate beer. I think it's disgusting, like literally. Um, so when people are always like, oh, a cold Corona on the beach. And I'm like, no, that's minging, mate. I can't even get worse. Um, I used to always, what was it, Malibu and orange or something like that. So I remember taking that, vodkas and coke, disranos and coke and that. So you would only have like one drink and you'd be No, like, no, I would try and force myself uh-huh. to like take a couple and stuff for like that. And then eventually it would get to the it would get to the stage of uh I just started to feel like I didn't like the I didn't like the feeling and stuff for like that. Um but I just never took to me. Didn't like the taste, didn't like the feeling of it and stuff for like that. Um I've got a few I don't think that was the reason, but I've got a few family members and stuff for like that that um were alcoholics and stuff for like that um no longer now they're actually off that and stuff um so i don't know if maybe My family's that, riddled with it. maybe i don't know if maybe that was that was a reason for it but um it's not the forefront of my head i just could i just didn't like it and i couldn't take it so when you were like 15 and 16 were you still going to like parties and stuff just sober or what no mate so i didn't actually i was quite quiet up to that age um I definitely didn't drink it because at 15, 16, I was still kicking about the streets, mate. I was a wee Ned, actually. So Wait, now I think about it, aye, I, I was a wee, was I a wee Your Instagram doesn't go back that far. Aye, no, mate. So I used to kick about with the, let's just call it, let's get back to the days, the YCB, Young Clybank Bundy. Like, I used to kick Bundy? it. Bundy? Aye, that's what you used to call them, mate. The YCB. But I was the wee guy that kidded on. They were part of the YCB, like they were right, mental okay. and stuff, but I wasn't really. I was just super quiet, but I was just kicking about with the with the Ryan group and stuff for that at the time. Um, so I was always just bouncing about the streets and stuff like that. And then eventually when I left school, I went to college, met a bunch of boys in college. And then that's when I started, a couple of years later, I started hitting the clubs and stuff like that. Um, Which clubs are we talking about? Blanket. That's, I'm probably too, too uh, young. Ah, you're too young. I'm, too, I'm showing my age here on me. My, my first one was Common. Right, aye. The, the, aye. I, I went just before that shutdown. Yeah. Because Common then it's changed like five times. Did you ever go to, it's no trash, it's a... Uh, Tunnel? Did you ever go to Tunnel? No. Nah. Never? Really? Nah. Am I really showing my age? Is it that bad? Wait, ten, you? 10 years. I'm 27. Oh. What about Carbon? 
I feel it. I don't know. Maybe you're killing my Sorry, vibe here, mate. Absolutely killing my Sorry, vibe. Make me feel good, though, because having my hairline just eating all that, I'm starting to blow. Mate, is away as well, mate. I actually get mine tattooed as Wait, well. Are you? Oh, is that tattooed? Yeah, so my, I've got a tattoo telling me. So I got SMP, basically. I tell everybody this on my socials all the time. So basically, this is my hairline here. See, when I hold right. my finger, anything I'm tracing, when I trace my finger around, that's my hairline. So anything in front of my finger is a tattoo. And then you're just going to keep shaving it? I just, I've always just kept shaving it anyway, because if I let it grow in, I'm pure wet in McDonald's for fun. Like, so <laughs> this, it's not, it's not a vibe, mate. Let's put it that way. And uh, if you, well, you said you seen my socials. I don't know if you've seen pictures back in the day where I looked about 45 um, with my hair link. So I like, did. I got back to like one picture of your hair. I just looked at it for a good time. Aye, mate. Just like, <laughs> so it used to like, it made my head look a bit kind of deformed. It had a massive forehead back that way. So since I've got the, the tattoo, it's kind of made my, like my facial yeah, features more, I, more aligned. So basically, because you, you suit your hair like that. Anyway. Yeah. I've had it since I was like 26. I've like shaved my head since I was like 26. Um, but probably the best decision I've ever made me. I think it cost me like a thousand or 1200 or whatever. And I do not regret it once. A lot week. of girls get their eyebrows tattooed and all that. Now That's right. So they? Is it the same sort of people that do it or is it I, Maybe. I know the ink isn't the same as a tattoo. It's some kind of different type of ink. I don't, I, I don't think, yeah, just dots, dots. People keep asking, oh, was it agony? But no, mate, like I had a tattoo in my, in my ribs and stuff and that was agony. This, it was... Just that image of somebody dotting over your head. It's <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> so you basically go over four, with the guy I went with, you go over four sessions basically and he just builds up the density of it, like the colour to match to match your own head. So technically I need to shave my head a wee teeny bit and you wouldn't you wouldn't see it as much. But um. I, I need to go back and get it. We should have filmed some of that conversation at the start. That was actually interesting, wasn't it? What on? On anxiety. Oh, yeah. We yeah. can talk about it again. I don't mean to no, do what definitely. I talk about. Um, have you figured out anything that you think is triggering you? So my my triggers I'm are... I'm going to have some more of this candy floss. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been trying to figure out what my triggers are and stuff for that. Um, have I got to the bottom of it? No. Recently, I started like a 30-day mental resilience challenge. What does that involve? Because I've seen you done some 50-day challenge thing. So I just look like you were posting videos for 50 days. Yeah, so Project 50 was basically read 10 pages, read 10 pages a day, have a morning routine, um, learn something new educational-wise, and something else. But like 75 hard. Yes, uh uh-huh. But that's like two workouts a day, isn't it? That. Um, so I just it's a bit like that basically um, so I was just using it to study for PT and I wanted to just get creative with my with my videos and stuff for that so yeah I've done a few challenges actually I've done project 50 which was more just for camera stuff I've done a 21 day ice bath challenge as well that, yeah. that was horrific mate it was so bad you're just doing that every day yeah every single day and then you know the worst thing of that is when it got to the Day 17 to 18, I'd done David, Gog- David Goggins 4x4x48. You've done fucking everything. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> Mate, I love, I, I love trying stuff. And I, and see, because I've got anxiety, I love just going, do you know what, you wee bastard, here, take some of this. And I just love challenging myself. So, like, my, like, I was going to say my anxiety, the anxiety. That's what we're going through. That's, that's what the conversation is basically about. Yeah. We're trying talking. not to identify it as something. Because, Paul... You might be better remember this conversation than me, but Paul is a therapist, the guy who runs the producer. Keeps laughing at me saying pee pee. Um, you were saying that it's basically it's your body's reaction, and it's you're not to be angry about it. Yep. Because it's a bodily function as well. Yeah. And all 
what else? What else? Yeah, so I was basically talking about like how I feel like my my nervous system is just overstimulated. It's just super sensitive. Like somebody slams a door and I'm like, oh, and then my fight or flight just massively kicks in and then your anxiety just wants to go wants mm. to go mental after that. Um but yeah, my stop saying my that anxiety hates the hat squats, hates the hat squats. So every time I get to go on that, every time I get to go to the, the gym hat squats let's go because i just love i love putting it to i love putting it to the test I see, I love. so i seen you have a panic attack on it though didn't you yeah that's so that was wild actually bro um yeah like it, i wasn't actually mid panic attack it was coming on like the anxiety attack was just about to stop Walk me through so so when i was talking about when i had anxiety I just had it for like a year. It was horrendous, but I never had a panic attack. So yep. I don't really know what it feels like. So everybody's, so one thing I've learned is there's a difference between panic attack and anxiety attack. Um, and everybody's is completely different. For mine, my body starts to go weak and I start to feel like a bit kind of like I'm about to pass out and stuff like that. Um, my chest starts to close up as well. So I've started finding it difficult to to breathe and stuff like that. So I just done a, I just done a set uh, bent over rows and um i put it down i put the weight down and i just felt that sensation coming and one of the things i'd learned before was the five four three two one method i think it's like look at five things uh smell three things look at four i don't even know what it was so i just put it as three 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 basically so i was videoing myself because i was doing like a video myself in the gym anyway so then um yeah i just put that video up and i just says this is me having a, a an anxiety attack or panic attack in the gym this is what I done to try and alleviate the the symptoms. Basically, bro, that went wild. I think yeah. to this day, it's like it's just short of four million views, basically, and the amount of people that commented on that, being like, "I thought I was the only person," and I was like, "That's wild," because I thought I was the only person that actually suffered that. But um, Jim Shark actually shared it on their, oh, their really? Insta- I Jim Shark shared it on their Instagram. <laughs> they actually texted me like, blah blah blah. Are you were wearing Jim Shark as well? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like, "Oh, can we uh, can we show your video?" And I was like, "Can you give me some free gear?" <laughs> <laughs> did, did they give <laughs> and, you? No, they can't give me it. And he says, "Oh, unfortunately, just because it's a reshow, we can't actually we can't actually give you anything." And I was like, Tight "Devastated! Bastards. I'm literally wearing your stuff in the video, mate." Now get this off. Ah, exactly. <laughs> so. Um, I and then just ever since then I've gained a I've gained a bunch of followers obviously who Is that in- when at first you started getting I can't remember. I'm sure the first few I think you'd mi- oh. I think you'd maybe came up a few times, but you do that thing where you, you skip videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You actually start recognizing people even before you start watching their videos. Yep, yep, yep. So I find that people find you like after the seventh video they've seen of you. So yep. I think I then started you were talking about panic attacks yeah, and yeah i think yeah. that was one i was just you talking and that was the first one i was started watching what yeah. you're doing Can and then i went through and watched the i like the talk i really like the talking ones like oh, oh yeah the vlogs are ah, yeah yeah because yeah. hey, you were saying actually like um how do you oh, where was i going to go with that you said something and i was going to go somewhere with that what were you saying i asked uh, you before how you managed to talk with it the camera and then i was talking about how you find someone on tiktok oh yeah so that's what i was gonna say so i'm quite an open person as well mate so i don't really care like i could talk about anything so like i know a lot i know in this day and age a lot of people struggle or are scared or whatever to speak about mental health but i I generally don't care mate like i don't really give a fuck what anybody else thinks like i literally just i just speak what's going on in my mind i actually think i've self-diagnosed myself with adhd as well actually because i never just stop annoying people or talking or whatever like 
See if I wasn't in my fa- see if we turn up for like a family dinner on the Sunday. See if Chris is no there. It's super quiet, mate. See if Chris is there. It's fucking bananas. Everybody goes mental and start arguing because I just start mixing the whole pot and all that. Stirring the pot. Literally, mate. I'm, I'm that one person. It just just never stops. Well, you're winding people up as oh, well. All the time, mate. Yeah. And then with my nieces as well. Like every time I'm in, like we'll start like because uh, I've done Muay Thai for like, like quite a while, not competitively or anything, but just like just another thing. I <laughs> just <laughs> just to add in actually. Uh, just another I, book you've read. So Fuck just I'll give a I, so just once or twice a week, I've just done it. Um, so every time I'm every time me and my niece go to cuddle in the house, we clinch straight away. We don't cuddle, we clinch. So I don't know if you know what a clinch is in Muay Thai. Mm. So basically it's where you just clinch behind the head, basically, so you can tuck them in, so you can knee people in the face, right, okay. basically. So um, I you've was, taught her that, have you? Oh, well, she came with me. She'd done Muay Thai for about ah, three okay. three years, three and a half years as well. So it's funny, she used to be in my dance group that I told you about, about back um, at the start. So she used to be in my dance group. And then we both went to Muay Thai as well. So i done it a bit longer on her, but I, we, uh, we clinch and stuff for that as well. But I, sorry, come back to it. Um, I mean, I just, uh, I just, I openly talk about it because I know for a fact that one, that's going on in my head. So I'm just going to tell you. And two, I've realized how much it helps people um, in terms of alleviating a wee bit of anxiety or stress to be like, fuck, he's got that. And he goes to the gym and stuff like that as well. I can do that. Mm. So that's why I, I have. I've, what have you tried so far? And what, what's worked and what hasn't? So, Just for things that maybe like trying yeah, yeah. to relieve your anxiety. Because you, you seem like you're really keen to like try other things. And oh yeah, most definitely. So um, like we were saying earlier before we started, um, when I first had depression and anxiety, I went to the doctor. So what, see when you had depression, Yeah. You did you not have any anxiety? Uh, they usually come a yeah. wee, they cross over a wee yeah, bit. Yeah, they come they? hand in hand and stuff for that. Not um, fully, because I, see when I, had really bad anxiety i would never have said i was depressed yeah i'd always went to anxiety obviously but then when i figured it out i was still slightly depressed yep yep but i was always i was more definitely hyper anxious yeah i'm trying to think actually so I, like so i think i had a lack of purpose in my life at that time because uh i just bought uh i just got a studio so long story short i had a i had a dream board on my wall i had everything i wanted to achieve right and i achieved it Right, I manifested the shit out of the that. The worst mate. thing ever. Um, oh my, it is the worst thing you can ever do is achieve your dreams, mate. Make sure they are fucking beyond because it's the journey that you enjoy. It's not actually achieving. So I manifested that exact studio in the exact place I wanted it, right? And then see when I got it, mate, I felt empty. Oh. It was the worst feeling ever. I got it and I was just like, so what's next? And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, so do you want to be stuck in this exact place the rest of your life teaching Wayne's how to do hip hop? And I was like, no, 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 no. I mate. was thinking you were saying a studio as in a house. No, 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 ah. no. Sorry, a, a dance studio. Right. Uh, well, sorry. I was thinking about the studio flat. No. Like, Where is the studio <laughs> flat? It's got your penthouse. No, mate. I got a, I got a dance studio, um, and then after I got it, I'm like, you didn't buy this for yourself. You got it for everybody else. But now half of the school that I brought up at that time, we've all grown up and they're all away somewhere else and blah blah blah. So yeah. Um, after that, I just got empty, mate, and I lacked a purpose and a purpose in my life. And um, uh, yeah, my anxiety was, I had mad, I had bad social anxiety. So long story short, going back to your question, went to the doctor. You can, mate, you can go on any tangent <laughs> you want. I, I'm actually enjoying listening to you. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so go I, on, egg, wherever your brain goes, I'll listen. So yeah, manifested, manifested everything that, that, that was on my wall and um, went to the doctors and I just says, blah, 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 this is the situation I'm in. Um, 
and straight away, mate, without him even trying to listen to me, he's like, well, obviously we can go on antidepressants. And I'm like, I don't want to go on antidepressants because everybody that I know is on antidepressants has been on them ever since they took them. They've no come after them. And I'm like, I'm scared to get addicted to stuff. Like I was taking the CBD oil recently, like about six months ago. And I felt my anxiety being like, you need that, you need that. And I'm like, no, fucking don't get after that immediately. So I get after it straight away because I don't like getting addicted to it. Um, so then one of the things I tried was Wim Hof method, um, cold showers and um, the breathing, which I thought was phenomenal, mate. Like so good. Um, like we were talking about at the start, it just raises your stress level. So it helps you deal with stress better. Um, See, in order to do Wim Hof, yep. is, this, is it a book you follow or is it YouTube videos or? Um, ev- so I bought his course, um, but everything that's on his course is on YouTube. So you don't need to buy it. Is this course like an audio book? A, you watch it? A, it's like videos basically where they take, they take you through it but um the course in itself the breathing techniques you can get on youtube so you don't need to buy the course and then the cold showers it's basically just at the end of your your warm shower go for 10 seconds cold and then maybe two or three ones later build up to 20 seconds 30 seconds go for a minute and eventually the after the 12 10 weeks after 10 weeks you go for a 10 minute cold shower mate Oh my god, does everything shrivel in your body, man? <laughs> I'm telling you. Tiny pepper, is it? Oh, mate, it's the weirdest sensation ever, but right, because you're just sitting there like shivering, like in the shower. And then when you come out, it's roasting like you're in a sauna. It's the best feeling in the world, man. But um what's amazing about that, I don't know if you've done this as well, like you go for cold showers and you start laughing in the cold shower. Cause that just sounds co- like you've lost it. Right? <laughs> Maybe that's what it was to me, American Psycho type vibe. Um, My dad fell out of me doing cold showers because really? I, cause he, every time he went in and did go for the shower, <laughs> I nearly had a heart attack. Because <laughs> I wouldn't change. He was like, change that fucking thing back up. Uh, mate, it's honestly, it's such a vibe. But I, I think it's because of the, uh, it raises up your, your, your adrenaline or your dopamine levels or whatever. And then, mate, you just start like, mate, I used to just start laughing in the shower and I came out just buzzing, feeling amazing. Um, and like we were talking about at the start, like um, gratitude and stuff for that and like positive vibes is so important because then it keeps all the negativity and stuff for that out of your head as well. So um, yeah, Wim Hof, uh, I did try journaling, but it didn't help me because every time I go to journal, I'm like, I don't have anything to write about. I don't know what I'm writing about. So when I've done the mental resilience challenge, so the mental resilience challenge is basically everything that I thought helped me. Um, meditation, I think helps, but sometimes you know what it's like in day-to-day life you're like oh i've not got time for this like, i just need to bounce or whatever but when i was feeling my optimal wim hof breathing cold shower 10 minute um meditation that was great i gratitude to that as well so that was the four that i thought were, were amazing in the morning nighttime chill out after nine o'clock put your phone away don't thingy just tidy the house mellow yourself down stretch before bed just makes my body feel super relaxed and then read a book um that's the things that I feel make me optimal, if you want to use that word. But you know what it's like? We spoke about this before. Like, we know what's good for us, but then we don't do it. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, my anxiety kicked in, like, was it yesterday and the day before? And I'm like, no wonder, because you've not been doing your breathing, your meditation or your cultures, and you expect to be all right. Like, are you stupid? You're on your phone till, like, half 11, 12 o'clock, just scrolling through, uh, scrolling through social media. So your, your, mind's no shutting, your mind's no shutting off. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much, I think, what helps me. Meditation, Wim Hof, and um, gratitude in the morning. And then at nighttime, um, switching off everything after nine o'clock, 
tidying the house, making sure everything's nice and clean, because you know how they say clean house, clean mind, and then reading a book at night time. I found journaling helped me. Did you? Yeah. I, 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 people keep talking about it, and I don't know why I can't but I get don't, it. I've never got into the habit of doing it, but what I've done is when I'm really, really stressed, if I've got something really happening, I've done it after breakups as well. Right. And didn't do it after the first breakup, but I've done it after any other ones I've yep. had. And I like, I've, this helped me so much. Because I always find... That just on breakups, mm-hmm. I've always found that the longer you've left it, or even maybe like a month or two after, mm-hmm. you start remembering just anything that was good, yeah, and then you forget all the fucking horrendous stuff. So yep. I always wrote down like little reminders, basically. Right, maybe this that... happened. This happened. This happened. Not even anything. Well, there might be a few. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Aye. Fucking. <laughs> just <done> this, <laughs> fucking this. Um, <clears throat> I found that really helped me. I've also done journaling recently, cause I, so I moved to London last year. I was right. there for like nine months. Nice. And I, oh, what shit. I was going to say that's a terrible city uh, there, and I ter- hate everything about London. But I'd been there for nine months. I still had loads of time in my lease and stuff. And also just, I'd just committed, I'd, I'd basically spoke about how much I hate Glasgow since the moment I came back from oh. Australia. What so, a negative city, mate. Nobody wants to see anybody do well in this city. Everyone says that. and I don't think it's that bad from being away. I think everyone in the UK is like that. But anyway, I'd slagged off Glasgow that much on social media as well. That I was like, <laughs> You're a wanted man when like, you get back. Yeah, I was like, I can't now go to London shit. I'm coming back. So I just, but so I went and journaled about all that. I wasn't actually that bothered about, I'll happily post on social media like here. I'm fucking, fuck London. Yep, it's yep. a shithole. Um, but I had to journal about all that because I had so much... Just to even try to get out of London was so hard because yeah. I had to like tell my flatmate I wanted to move, then try to get the lease out. The woman was trying to up her rent to like eleven hundred pound. We we're already paying eight fifty. In London, I yeah, two months in, we we're paying eight fifty a month each, and she wanted eleven hundred offers. I was like, you on smack for a box? I uh, bet you in London it was as actually well. nice. Oh, was it was it? actually okay. nice, but like it's the nicest flat I've stayed in. But you don't you don't care when you walk in. Aye. Like you're just like fuck us. This yep, is so yep. shit. I've got no mates, and it's just pish. Um, so that helped me loads. Why it? did you move to London? Sorry, because I thought I could recreate my life in Australia. Right. Okay. I thought I could. So Australia's dead social, right. and you've always got stuff going on. And I think I like to just because I always felt when I first lived in Glasgow, or even when it seemed when I came back as well, I always felt like I could, couldn't really be myself. Mm-hmm. I felt like when I went to Australia, I really opened up a lot. I know what you mean by that. And uh, then when I came back, I felt like I just went back into the way I was before. And I was just like, I got, I had a bad time when I came back from there as well. I had, that was actually more, I didn't really have anxiety, but I was like severely yeah. down. And uh, that was for like six months. I think that's what it was. I just felt like I couldn't be myself. Like I'm a hu- I lost all my humor again. Yeah. And I'm always someone that takes a piss all the time. Like the way you see me in my videos or whatever, yep. you see the way you talk to me now, that's the way I'm always. Yeah. And even when you're saying stuff on a podcast, I'm actually trying to listen to you so I don't buy in. I've got a need to buy in all the time. Right, and okay. I'm like really. Oh, that's not a bad thing, I don't think. But on a podcast, people want to listen to like one person at a time. If oh, you know okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm always like thinking about something funny to say. I'm like, shop, it's not that funny. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not here. Um, so that's the way I'm always, always like, and I just wasn't like that when I came back. So I was just like, right, I'm going to move to London. going to find a new network of friends or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to just go meet new people and meet yes. new groups. I'm, yeah. I can meet anyone. Like I could happily hang about with you next week or whatever. Yeah. I'd, would, I'm like that with Love everyone. Love that, same. Um, and I just couldn't, didn't feel like, I, I just felt like, 
had the same group of pals that I could maybe go out with that I didn't want to go out with yeah. and just stuff like that. Do you know? feel, because you, by the sounds of you, you felt really at home in Australia, right? Is that because you're in a place where people don't know you? So that means that you can change the way you speak if you want. You can change the way you dress. You can change the way you walk and act. Is that, do you feel like you could be and do whoever? Yeah, I don't think I changed, but I think I heightened all this, like right. all my natural instincts heightened. So yeah. like that, my, who I actually am came out. Yeah. Like more like that. Because I guess here you're, let's say you're part of the social ladder or whatever. So let's say you're part of a, a group of lads and stuff like that. But you're the quiet person or you're the funny person yeah. or you're the person that no everybody likes or they do like or whatever. So whereas in Australia, you can take all your qualities and just rise again. So nobody yeah. knows where you are in the ladder. Do you think that's maybe why you kind of... There's loads of different things. I thought, I mean, I spent about six months thinking about this. So when I came back as well, straight away, you just notice that you start buying stuff you don't need. Uh, like, you, like you start buying a bit clothes. I can't drive, right? I literally just done a driving lesson before I came here. <laughs> I was sweating my tits off. I was made it to the train in one minute. Wow. And uh, he dropped me straight there. So I can't drive. I also have no ambition to buy a house here. I don't... I've never moved out in Glasgow because every time I'm like... I, I looked at houses when I first moved back in London to move out. I can afford it, but I'm just like, there's £1,500 a month to live somewhere that I'm not arsed about. Yep, yep. So I just live in my schemey shithole. Well... <laughs> Sorry, Dad, but it is a shithole where we live. So I just happily go back there. But that's probably all. I never like force myself to go out. Yeah, I'm start. I'm fine with it now. Yeah, I'm real. I'm actually really good with being in Glasgow now. Um, but it's cause I've got different. Cause I've started working in that gym. Everyone's yeah. sound. Really good social environment. I do this as well. Yeah, a lot of times the people I meet on the podcast, I become mates with them. Aye, so I've got good. like a social group of different people who think differently, whereas I never had that yeah. ever before. Aye, that's good because especially meeting new people and stuff like that that help you elevate to new levels especially if you meet people that are trying to you know yourself you like as you grow up you want to start being surrounded with people as they say in books surround yourself with people that's smarter than you or more intelligent or more ambitious and stuff like that because then it starts putting you in that mindset and stuff like that as well so i'd imagine you've had some really intelligent people on the podcast that have made you think differently or see things differently as also well. also had some idiots uh, most of my mates <laughs> <laughs> some absolute fannies <laughs> Um, you're always going to get that but and you're always like when you do something you're always going to have shite it's not even the smarter thing it's more people that are just don't just stay in their whole wee bubble yeah and go to the same places like i never go out where i'm from because i fucking hate it i never yep. date anyone where i'm from because nah. i'm just like you've shagged like eight people i know that's Literally. just i just don't want to do that <laughs> it's so small um, guys going yanking it and but you can create a lifestyle here i think yeah if you like you've probably got it with the dancing yeah i know so many if you didn't have dancing it'd probably be quite hard for you but yep. you've got all those dancing mates so mm -hmm. i've found that i've had to create that with like the gym sort of thing and yep. you can you can it just takes a while and you just need to go through the grim bit because it was the first month i was like oh here we go back to like me just not wanting to meet anyone or do anything because yep. i don't actually care about like if people had a met that i used to hang about with seeing me going for a pint with them or whatever yeah nice people I'm just nothing in common with them anymore. Yep, yep. I just don't want to hear about they've cheated on their ex or they cheated on their girlfriend again or something. Mate, I can't even, that's what people want to talk about is drama and I'm just like, I don't want to talk about drama. But I going back to what you're talking about in terms of being social, like dancing changed me for being social, mate. Like you would never, you, nobody ever knows how different I am now compared to just before dancing. Like I was a pure geek, mate, self-conscious. Really? When they speak to uh, like geeky bam, oh, is that a thing? So I was a, I was a, I was, I wouldn't even say geek, mate. I was, I went for being a wee bam, right? 
he, oh fuck, here's a story It's just popped in my head. I'll just say it and I don't know why it's popped into my head, right? Mate, I remember in school, right? Nobody liked me in school. Not one person liked me in school, mate. It was so weird. I had no pals. Like literally, <laughs> right. I remember in prime, I remember in high school, right? I was with these group of these group of four boys, and um, I remember one of the boys turned around, right? And this is don't it's so weird how it's popped up. And he was like, "Fuck off, nobody likes you." I was just like, "Wow!" And I don't know if that's maybe been stuck in my head ever since. I don't know why. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just popped up. And then. Um, I may see for about four, maybe because that would have been when I was about 16. See for about four years, mate. I was a pure recluse, like literally, like I went pretty much within myself. I remember to go back. I went back for, I was going back for fifth year of high school, right? And one of my friends, the, the only kind of friend I really kind of had left who he still hung about with the other boys that said that, um, he phoned me like four days before school. He's like, I'm looking back. I've got a job. I couldn't go back to school, mate. Did you go? No, the fuck. I, I told my mom, I was like, I'm not going back to school. I'm going to college or something. like. And I literally, within two days, signed up for health fitness and exercise college course. Um, and, uh, Did you do it? I, yeah. I joined it. So I'd done it for three years and I, I passed it and stuff like that. And uh, I met a group of pals there. And that's the group of pals that I used to go clubbing way to Blanket. And then when I went to Blanket, I seen a boy dancing. And I was like, mate, that's phenomenal. How did you do that? Um that boy ended up becoming one of my best pals for a couple of years as well. Um, he's like, oh, I'll just learn off of YouTube. And then through there, that was it, mate. I took off with it. Similar thing happened to me, I think, with freestyle. Aye. I, well, I always had it when I was like 14, but it was very much a, it was like a solo thing. And I'd go down to, I used to get megabuses down to London when I was like 15 and all that. Mate, did you did you people. get the ones that, that you, you thought about the sleeper ones? I mean, I got the day ones and the sleeper ones. Mate, what, oh, the sleeper ones that had the coffins in the back, basically? Oh. <laughs> I've had some horrors on those things. They awful mate i got i think i was four i was either 14 or 15 and i had to change in birmingham one time oh. and the guy told me my ticket wasn't valid and i'd I had my mum on the phone going mental at him and all this because I, I was I, even at forts i i'm actually quite good at arguing right, right. like my like I, i'll be brutal but at the same time and i even at like 14 i was like if this ticket is invalid right and it's a one-way ticket how have i got to birmingham from london I was like, riddle me that. If it's invalid, how did it go on the riddle first one? Riddle me that. I remember I was saying, I think that's like the, the words I would have came I out with. I love that. I was like, how how have I got here then? Good Glasgow like, part. <laughs> riddle me that, mate. Eh? Riddle me that, eh? And then, uh, do you know a guy from Glasgow that was on another bus um, heard me, probably heard me fucking speaking. And I'd, I'd have been so bammy when I was that age as well. Uh, and he just went, jump on my bus, mate. And he made me sit down the front. He had no seats left, but he just like, just use that seat. What a wow. legend. And that's how I got, but I'd have been stuck in Birmingham, mate. Birmingham's not a place you want to be stuck in at 14. No, mate. I remember being on a bus getting back to London one time and it was, uh, it was, it was me and my ex, it was Yaz at the time. And, uh, cause I went down for my visa for, uh, for America. That's a funny story. I'll tell you that in a minute. And I was sitting up the back, at the back of the bus, me and Yaz, and there was this sweet Indian woman sitting the next to us, right? And she's just opened this fucking box, man, and the smell coming through it of like curry and whatever, right? Nay cutlery, we man just started getting in there with our <laughs> fingers and eating it, right? And then she turns in with a box and she's like, Do you want some of that? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no, get out away from me. Your fingers have been all about that, it's man. Oh mate, absolutely disgusting. But um Aye, some torrid stories. But aye, so like, that was the story I was going to tell you. Went to Visa. Uh, so I used to be a football coach before I danced, sorry. Uh, yeah, f- I used to coach football, me. Uh, you into football as well? Yeah, oh, massively, mate, massively. Um, 
played it and then uh, at the age of 16 started coaching because my wee brother just got into football and I wanted to help coach him and stuff for that. Um, coached him for a couple of years, um, joined Celtic's uh, community programme, coached over all over Ireland and stuff for that with them as well. Um, and then basically coached my wee brother basically until he joined St Mirren and then uh, after that I kind of um, started thinking kind of out of it. But to near, towards the end I got a... I don't know, is that a scholarship? Yeah, I don't know what it America. is. Aye, to coach. I, I went to one of them like to go do it and then my dad was like, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> oh, well, we, I get my whole thing basically paid for me basically. Did so you? I went to, it was a coaching session because they were looking for coaches to coach in America. Um, so got everything, mate, uh, went out there. Uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, literally 45 minutes outside New York, mate. Unbelievable. Is it? Um, I remember uh, the first time when I... Um, this is funny because I've never actually said this, but I don't care. I'm just going to say it now. So I was dating Yaz at the time, right? And I just remember turning up to America and the birds were unbelievable, mate. Oh my God. I remember walking in being like, oh, everybody's a 10. Like, what is going on? Um, and then after nine days, I came home. Why did you come home? Mate, I had a nine month contract. Why did I come home? Because I thought I was in love at the time. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Fuck's thought, sake. No, to be fair, actually, it wasn't just fully about that. I just Wait, no explain that again. You want to come home? No, I wanted to come home. Oh, cause you thought you. Aye, cause I was on the phone to her for the first couple of days and stuff. Right, we were in a relationship and loved each other at the time. And like she's greeting on the phone and all, and I'm like, oh, this is horrific, man. But at the time, I was just coming out of football, like I was saying, and uh, I was just that was me starting to get into dancing. So I had a dance crew and stuff for that at the time you as so well. Much. You did, your life I was mate, changing. I, I had a whole life back in, and it was good. And did you meet her through dancing? Yeah, uh, I met her through dancing as well. Um, I had a whole life to come back to him when I was out in America. Like, they'll try to change, like, in the name of Bibs to, like, something else. And I was just like, no, nah, man, like, I'm good at coaching. And you'll try to change. Like, they were only changing me for the better. Like, right. there was, they were changing things, changing the wording of things. Or oh, this is how we do it in America. And I'm like, you are about 10 years behind us, mm. 20 years behind us. shit. Aye, mate. So, um, I, after nine days, and it's so funny because I had a going away party, like literally like two weeks before <laughs> that, mate, everybody gave me money and that. And I turned up back after about two weeks, like, hi, decided to come back. Fucking and, hell. uh, I, mate, that was it. Um, started dancing and stuff for that. And I, that turned out to be a wild career, man. We made it to, my crew made it to Britain's Got Talent, not the finals or anything, mate. We made it past the director's cut on stage. Um, to dance in front of Simon and that that was a wild experience mate mm. in the auditorium 5,000 people camera crews or however many people that's got in it um, camera crew Amanda uh, Pierce and Simon and I swear to god mate I stood on the stage and I was in the middle at the start I started the routine and the music came on and I've never ever in my life felt speakers this loud like the music actually just went through my body it was so, it gave me goosebumps even thinking about it now and then um, I remember Piers beat these, gave us an X like midway through and I remember just fucking looking at him the whole time doing my routine going, you're a pure arsehole, man. Pure <laughs> arsehole. Like literally, because I knew the routine inside out. So I didn't need to worry about it. And I'm just sitting looking at him. I'm like, you're hell fucking worse than mine, you dick. And I was just like, I remember just going in. And uh, I at the end date and stuff for that, Amanda, Amanda's looking at me and she's like, you, you, I just couldn't take my eyes off you. You're just thingy. And I'm like, I'd sleep with you as well, babe. So let's just <laughs> give me, give me your number, man. You're unbelievable. My mate that's been on the podcast, his name's Jamie. He's who I was best mates with, with Freestyle. So he's who right. travelled around Europe. He done like Ireland's Got Talent, which see a lot of freestylers do stuff just to get like a picture or yeah, like yeah, a yeah. video to get work and stuff like yep, that because yep. he's like pure northern irish till he dies and right. like, is 
I'm British. That's all away. <laughs> and then he went on Islands Got Talent and there's a clip of him. I can't remember. He got to like the same final or something. I can't remember. There's like, love that. There's a clip of him and it's either Louis Walsh. I think it's Louis Walsh who's like, all the girls love you or something. You can just hear them all screaming and he's like, mate, the amount of like, I've had to block about 314 year old girls <laughs> since he left. It's like, I, so he posted the clip and I was like, you must have some amount of birds in your DMs. And he's like, yeah, none of them. <laughs> like, he's like, it's actually scary. I need to like delete my Instagram. Mate, I'm, I'm going to add on to that, right? So that's another thing. See, since TikTok started, it is fucking wild. Mate. I don't get that. I get 40 year old women. No, mate. I get, mate, I've had people sending me naked pictures and that. No, even said hello. Just sent me a photo, right? And you know how it's in your request, like in your request, it's in there. So you can kind of view the photo without opening the message. And you view the picture and it's people just like with their tits out and their arse out and stuff like that. I've had people, t- I've had like people saying hi daddy and stuff like that. Are you that. single? What? Are you yeah, single? Single as well. You made the most of it? Uh, no, I'm trying to stay away from that kind of distraction, mate. Like, because I know that when females start kicking in, that's when uh, the distraction start, uh, starts to go away. Um, but obviously, you look at the profile first and you're like, are you good thing? Nah, it's cool. You just it's leave when it. when their profile is like private. And I, <laughs> I've got like screenshots, right? And I've zoomed in. Mate, I did that as well. I did that. Mate, I've Hold on a minute. Was, if I, did I do that recently? Let me see. I don't know if I've done that. I mean, I've I did it all the time. Never told anyone that. I did it all the time. <laughs> you look, there was people like like saying stuff like that. I had to screenshot the thingy, right? And then start, and then go after it. Just look at the it and be like, you did it. I'll show the camera. <laughs> it's your face. Where is the camera? It's there. Aye, that's it. <laughs> Well, you're just trying to get their name. Aye, mate. I so was just trying to see them? who, like, like the, <laughs> that saying you're talking about. Aye, there, like, that's what I do. Show them, show them. That's I can't show that one. I can't show. I can't show. That one. <laughs> I've got a bit funny. Aye, mate. I do that all the time, man. Basically, you, what we're talking about for anyone listening as well is like we just so we'll go in a private profile. Yeah, <laughs> we're screenshotting it. Then zooming right in to yeah. see if so, but you still can't tell if they're fat. Oh, sometimes but I, she's fat. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, I sometimes <laughs> I just well to be fair, like I kind of know her anyway. But uh, long story short, um, I add some of them. Like I just add, and I'm like, you look cute. I'm just gonna add because they already followed me, so yeah. I just add them back. And I, then it's like then, yeah, then I unfollow them because I'm. I, I do that as well. Like, I unfollow them and stuff for that as well. But um, I it's it's been it's been wild, mate. It's literally. Aye, there's there's some stories, but it's no podcast stories, man. It's just been aye, it's, aye, it's fine. It's wild, mate. I've openly said to some girls like, you've no idea how awkward this is when your profile is private. I was like, I'm gonna follow you, but aye, then I might you might not hear from me. <laughs> mate, some people come on, right? Some some people come on my live, right? So, that sounds so harsh, right? But uh, that's no, all you true. can do. Like aye. that's all you can do. It's, it's like, like Tinder. Tinder for, aye, exactly, exactly. You need to see what it looks like. But some people can, some people come on my 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 live on TikToks and be like. Oh, you're the best looking guy on dinghy, the best looking guy on TikTok, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, mate, look at my hairline. I've got frown lines. I'm nearly 40. I'm pretty sure I've seen better looking guys on here. Like, behave yourself. And it's it's mad. I was speaking about this the other day. It's, it's mad what kind of, I wouldn't even call it fucking fame. I've only got about 30,000 subscribers, right? But like, fame brings you a wee bit of, oh, this guy's like really, really attractive. No, if I didn't have like TikTok and they 30,000 subscribers, you'd just be like, Who's yeah. that mad creepy weird dude? Like, and I, I found that the good thing is you're 37. I've found, especially when I used to do freestyles younger, but the younger people get followers that actually goes to their head. Yeah, because I'm very like 
I know I've got some followers, but it means fucking nothing. It means absolutely nothing. hundred like, percent, mate. I couldn't, if anything, like, if, I, I would never ever mention it to, I've I've had friends that I've went out with that have maybe got followers, and like, in the conversation, they've slipped it in. I'm like, what are you doing? Aye. Like, don't, they'll just say you're a personal, like, what are you doing? Like, That's just an ego thing. I don't, don't nah. t- they, there's no need, and I actually find it worse <coughs> if they, like, bring it up. Like, yeah. I, I actually want to die when see people are like watching my videos and all that. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the toilet and fucking I, run here. Aye, and it's pure. Like, so I, I hate all of that. I nah, really mate. don't like it. I, but I just see it's posting it to help people. Obviously, my ego gets a wee hit when I get some followers. I can't help it. I get a dopamine yep. spike when yep. I get followers up and all that. But that's just human nature, isn't it? That you can't stop it. Mate, I'm exactly the same. And like I said to you at the start, like, um, and like you probably agree as well your profile is bigger than you now like it's not just about you it's not just about getting an ego trip or whatever like there's people that come out of my tiktok lives that genuinely like they actually say it they're like oh my god i've been waiting for you to come on like all day oh, really? and stuff for that as well like so i've got like a wee bit of a community and stuff for that um people are like oh you've cheered me up and stuff for that as well so i my channel is not about me going on and flexing and being like yeah. oh look at me in the gym no it's not even about that i just i i'm just i know what it feels like to be fucking sad and, and lonely like some of the stories we've been talking about i know what depression anxiety feels like i know what it feels like to be fucking awful that's the why that's why i am the way i am i just want to spread positivity and fucking happiness that's why i always say to people if you see me come talk to me like i'll talk to you like don't i'm no this fucking mad celebrity yeah. that people are trying to make it out to be i'm just a genuine normal guy that goes to the gym just to look after his mental health and stuff for that as well and if you've got issue with that let's just fucking let's talk about it like I'd come look- and say hi I forget what it's like because people usually just message me and like, like maybe two or three people a week will come up to me about Jerry Cinnamon and it was fucking <laughs> like 10 times <laughs> and uh, we had like 40 old women I can't remember what her name was mine's all like 40 old women it's not uh-huh. younger people and she was like Stephen hugging me and like my mate was just pissing himself at everything because someone tapped me he would just be buckled straight away because uh, he knows how awkward I get as well so she would just put her arm around me and she's like you're an inspiration I was like no, no I don't do that. <laughs> like you start cringing didn't you like no that's like, not it and then she was going to her daughter like, oh, that's Gavin <laughs> and her daughter was like who the fuck's that and I'm like I'm <laughs> Gavin aye it's wild that's the one thing that's been a bit weird but like no weird sorry just different people randomly approaching you in the street and being like oh my god you're the gym guy i've shot myself a few times have you i because people will come up to me and i'm like what have i done oh i yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't come up to you a big smile they're like i love your videos mate and i'm like oh thank you hi <laughs> mate it's been weird like uh, in buchanan street there was these lassies what but like what by and i could see them just looking at me right and then i caught like i looked down and they're like pure shouty pretty much for the other side of Buchanan Street man they're like oh my god you're a gym guy and I started smiling I was in Cost Airport as well mate we're coming back for Greece oh, really? and a boy tapped me on the shoulder he's like mate are you you on TikTok <laughs> he's like no way mate this is so weird man it, it happens enough to me where it's still like a not like it's a novelty so yeah it doesn't so when someone comes up to me I still am like don't know what's happening every I, time but it's just it's funny I will it's tell funny. you the funniest story ever so my plane get delayed for Glasgow to go to Cost and sitting on the plane, right? And I was just like, I'll just stay alive and chat to everybody, right? I don't know what happened to me, right? But normally on lives, I probably average about 50 people, right? There was 1,200 people on my life, right? Sitting on the plane, right? It got to the point, right? Where people started noticing people on the plane or people on the plane started arriving on my live, right? So somebody for EasyJet went, eh, oh, that's a, uh, oh, Fraser. He's like, oh, that's Fraser on your flight. Grab Fraser and say hi. And I was like, Fraser, do you know Thingy? So Fraser for the Thingy got, uh, for the air horse Thingies, come on, he's like, oh, that's Thingy. Somebody went, oh, that's my best pal sitting behind you, turn around and say hi to Thingy. 
I turned around, I'm like, are you, whatever her name was, she was like, I, I was like, are you your best You know pal? you can film lives, like as in you can go back and see your recordings, if that's been the last 90 days, you can go back and see Oh, that. it's not the last 90 days, but oh, I didn't know that, can I, you? 90 days, I think. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say screen record, but um, I may end up meeting like a, a bunch of a bunch of cool people and stuff for that. That's uh, classic. Oh, that's when you realise it is actually useful. Yeah. Stuff like that. And like you say, if, if Hard you're... Hard to notice when you get abused like non-stop, but then you see stuff like that. And you're like, that's oh, I mean, people just come on and try and like... Um, I come from a group of pals that we like to roast each other or yeah. we used to did so then got a wee bit too much so we softened it down right so i don't mind going i don't mind roasting somebody if they yeah. want to roast like i don't mind singing with them so i get a lot of people coming on and try to roast and i used to roast them back but now i'm just like i shouldn't even show you any type of attention i should just feel sorry for you because you want to say something negative and blah 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 so um i i don't really i don't really entertain it much but there's some mad creeps on tiktok i've, I've learned my lesson i'd still bite every now and then but I, it never feels good it never they just come back here again it just it's never a nice interaction. Uh, i get to feed people a lot can you show me your picture can you show me your socks really show, oh mate all the time every time on live can you show me your sock can you oh, show, no, show me that, your feet that on lives so for some reason lives i think they think it's only fans or something i don't know what it is <laughs> listen mate we are going i think we're gonna have to wrap this up cause no worries mate we'll be finishing it for here it's been an absolute pleasure mate, i've, I've actually, enjoyed it it's been I've fun really we could have talked chat. for ages mate for sure see, see what i was saying to you before about i didn't want to plan it like i yep, did before yep. because i can actually concentrate on you and i'm glad i did because ah, you just have a conversation yeah, just let it go let ah. you go on your tangents whatever your fuck you were going to talk that about i was i said on the way in i was like I'm just going to be an open book, whatever you want to speak yeah. about. That's the type of person. You always go away going, oh, I wish I talked about that. But then, like, you just have another conversation. Everything's meant to be time. the way it's meant to be. Man, um, look at it. Where can people find you? Uh, so my socials are I am Chris Parry on Chris TikTok, Instagram. And then I'm about to start getting back on YouTube. So it's just Chris Parry. Sweet. And if anyone does want to watch anything that will get you interested in them, the gym vlogs are funny. So that's the first, that's the, You've got a few pinned ones. Yeah. Start on there and then you'll be addicted to your content. Ring. But mate, been a pleasure. Thank you, you very too. much. Thank Cheers. you. Mate.